A good man is so hard to find. Oh, well, actually, a hard man is so good to find. <laughs> Shout out to TLC. Hello, hello, bonjour, my people. How are you doing? This is Lily, and I am, maybe you don't know yet, but I am your favorite transsexual Caribbean auntie from the internet and, you know, the podcasts and stuff. How are you doing? Um, welcome. Welcome to this fine podcast, the FTN podcast that stands for Femme Trans and Noir, aka Black Trans Woman, baby. Today is July 2nd, which means I'm kind of late because I'm recording on the day of the release. So once I'm done recording, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to rush and edit this to have it out um, by the regular date because I'm already doing this um, twice uh, a month. So every other week, um, I'd really prefer not to... Um, like not to skip episodes. So I want to have things out on a regular basis for y'all. Even if y'all is maybe like a small number of people for now. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're growing. And um, yeah, there are people from, yeah, from places I could not imagine. But hey, thank you. Thank you to everybody who's listening. And, ah, uh, yeah, I would just like more feedback. I would just like more uh, participation. Yeah, more people. Come on, don't, don't, don't be shy. And, yeah, I mean, I'm not talking to the creepy guys who, you know, <laughs> no, not you. I'm talking to, well, specifically, I'm talking to black trans women and black trans people and black people. But, um, yeah. I'd, I'd love I love more um, messages from y'all. So go to the website and that's ftnpod.com and contact me from there or wherever. Like you get links in the show notes. So wherever you're listening to this, um, yeah, you have all the links down there to to contact me. So do that. Let's get into some updates. So, well, really just one. That's just, just one. Um, that's kind of important. In about two weeks, yes, two weeks from now, um, I'll be in the U.S. Um, if you have been with me from the beginning, from, yeah, February, uh, I was supposed to be in Atlanta, and that did not happen. Um, I still need to um, hmm, follow up on that thing about that racist bitch at the um, you know city hall 
to make sure that she doesn't work there anymore. I'm, I'm going to need to, um, you know, go back to that because it's not, yeah, I'm, I'm not letting that go. But anyway, um, yeah, um, this time, um, well, I, I have everything. I have the passport. I have, yeah, I mean, things are ready. And I'm going with my mom. Um, yeah, it's, um, I'm 40, right? Um, just 40. <laughs> and my, my mom is, you know, getting up there in age. And I can see her, like, thinking about the after. You know what I mean? And it's, um, like, I, I can see her, like, working on projects, working on, on things that she's going to leave behind. And, um, and doing things also to enjoy herself while, not just enjoy herself, but, like, fill her life with things that matter to her, um, and yes, and of course, enjoying herself in the process, but it, it really feels like, not just like fun, but purpose. And um, like I, I've been observing that for uh, maybe a couple of years. Yeah, maybe about two, two years, two, three years, maybe. And, um, and this is actually going to be a part of that. And I... I like on one hand, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little disappointed because I had no intention of going now that it's like like super expensive, really, and it's not like I'm on like I don't have like a <laughs> a whole bunch of cash i'm I'm gonna have to sacrifice in order to um make that happen um and also. I was planning on actually like doing something with my friends like at the end of the summer which would have been less expensive which would have been more like fun you know twerking on the street and stuff like you know um like pride at atlanta um like black pride at atlanta or in atlanta whatever you know what i mean so yeah i i really wanted to do that and so I'm not going to be able to do both. Like, <laughs> there's just no way. And yeah, so that that's a little, that feels a little, a little heavy. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, I'm also like super excited to be doing this for my mom. Like, um, introducing her to... To new things, I'm gonna have her meet some people that that um, that I already know. I'm gonna have um, we're gonna spend some time in New Orleans. Um, yeah, so there's gonna be like food and 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 culture and spirituality too. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm like super super excited and happy to be able to do that. Um, for her and and be a part of this of 
I don't know how to call it exactly, but whatever she's doing right now where she feels that she's preparing for um, or making, hmm, making things happen before she leaves this plane and leaving something behind behind her um, for whoever is coming next. And um, yeah, that is not that's not weird, sad or creepy. I think it's um, I think it's interesting and it helps to um, bring more purpose to life. And uh, yeah, so I'm glad I'm doing that for her. I'm, I'm really glad. So yeah, it's like the price that the personal price that it is for me still like yeah that's it's it's a bit tough for for many reasons it's a bit tough and on the other hand i feel like it's really worth it um yeah cuz uh if if that can make her if that can bring her happiness and i know that it will um then it's absolutely worth it absolutely so yeah that's that's the update i'm going to be in the US, um, like about the second half of July, um, pretty much. So, there you go. Today, I really wanted to talk about something I actually don't even know how to name the politics of selfishness, I guess, or self advocacy. No, that, that sounds too positive. Yeah, let's 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 go with politics of selfishness or selfishness in advocacy work. But before we do that though, do you have a spare coin or something? Like if you have coin and I need coin, that's a perfect match. Like <laughs> you know what, if you don't have a coin, well, you can help with a share like I really need those shares I really need those five stars and I really need those um reviews right um that would help me tremendously because the algorithm is not algorithming in my favor right now okay um I know <laughs> IG is playing with me TikTok is racist as hell is like pro status quo, which means <laughs> racist as hell, transphobic as hell, and yeah, um, your girl needs a boost. So do the free thing right now, please, and leave a review, leave five stars, you know, share with a friend, and that would help greatly. But if you do have some coins, <laughs> baby. You can go to ftnpod.com and there is a donate button at the top. Click on that and choose. Like you can donate on Patreon. That's, you know, a little bit of coin every month. It starts at $2. Just $2, baby. And um, yeah, that, that supports me greatly. And um, if you don't want that, like if you don't want a any type of commitment then you can um 
do a one-time donation that works too and it's the same button so yeah thank you for your help and uh yeah i really really appreciate that and again like i'm really insisting not just on the coins um i mean i mean i, I mean i'm not gonna like <laughs> i'm not gonna be mad at you if you send me some coins but um i guess really it, it the, the free stuff is actually like super super helpful as well so thank you very much for that so i think i found a name to what i wanted to talk about but let me preface this by saying that i do not claim to have invented any new concept um these are just um ideas it's just you know things i think about um, when I have discussions with people or when I listen to other people speak. Um, so yeah, so there might already be a term out there that I don't know about. And if you know what it is, then absolutely please feel free to um, send me a link. Um, you know, send me the info. I'll, I'll, I'll love you for it because I want to learn. Um, I wanted to talk about the politics of exclusion and and really I want to get into why and how it doesn't benefit us, uh, marginalized people, and specifically black queer folks, and even more specifically black trans women. Because like in the Western world, I'm not sure there's anybody that's um, lower on the um, hierarchy than black trans women. The the only person who can be um, lower than a black trans woman would be a black trans woman who is a lesbian or a black trans woman who is um, not cis-assumed, who is disabled or fat or um, not considered to be desirable um like pretty but it's it's not a different identity it's just extra layers on an identity that's already hyper marginalized so yeah um and i want to start by defining what i'm talking about when i say the politics of exclusion i'm really thinking about within movements how the leaders of that movement tend to exclude a a part of the population who's supposed to be um, benefiting from the movement in order for um, just the leaders and people who are exactly like them to be the sole beneficiaries of whatever that uh, movement may be bringing. That's a very general, um, you know, definition. But let me give you an example. Like what we talk, when we talk about feminism, really what's in people's minds is white feminism or the feminism of white women. That is feminism that only... um, brings benefits to um, white women who are 
like second on the hierarchy, on the social hierarchy, after cis-het white men, um, cis-het white women want to fight to um, have the same rights, have the same privileges as cis-het white men and discard everybody else. You know, they might include um, cis lesbians, but, you know, cis-het black women? Mm-mm, no, that's, that's, uh, no, no, not, not, not today. No, we're not doing that. Um, yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Um, historically, white feminism has been a safe space for white women to devise plans in order to better their own situation, their own position socially, at the expense of other marginalized women, of, of at the expense or um, simply ignoring the needs of other marginalized women or women who lived at the intersection of both womanhood and another or multiple others marginalized identities. We don't want that. We don't need that. That's white feminism and it's rooted in it is rooted in selfishness. It is also rooted in white supremacy and and it is rejected by women who are um well who by the all the women who are um left behind ignored or stepped on and over so that was a little general but i want to talk about what it looks like within movements that we create so in lgbtq um well in queer movements in general um we do see the same tendencies right um white people you know at the top <laughs> or in front of the cameras etc and black folks behind or like at the margins, we see white gay men, um, well, cis gay men, cis gay men, cis lesbians, um, at the top, in in you know, in the front, like at the front of the movements, and everybody else sort of falling behind, except when it's time to. Um, you know, to have demonstrations, then these same people who are the respectable faces of the movement sort of disappear because, you know, they don't want the consequences. They don't want the smoke. They don't want to be the ones, um, you know, being associated with protests, with um, potential violence, because sometimes that happens in protests. They don't want that smoke. They just want the rewards, right? But that's that that, that that's another thing. I, I suppose it's it's another subject. But but let's stick to this one about the about the selfishness. Um, y'all have probably heard about the LGBT alliance and other transphobic 
um, groups within um, the queer movement, right? People who, um, hmm, people who want trans folks to be pushed to the side. Actually, they want to get rid of us. They don't even want us like in the margins. They they want us to not exist, and because we don't fit their understanding, or we don't fit respectability politics, or whatever other reasons. Usually, I mean, uh, let's just be honest. It's just they're just transphobic, and um, any excuse is a good excuse in order to exclude us. So what happens is we all fight, right? And at some point, these people who are closer to power will be like, mm-hmm, you know, but y'all are distracting. Y'all are the reason why we are not moving forward enough or fast enough. And y'all are not really like us. Y'all are not really a part of us. You need to be excluded so that we can move forward. Thank you for your labor. No, they never say thank you for your labor. But, you know. <laughs> um, okay, so step back and let us take it from here. That's the type of thing I'm talking about. Right? And this is the type of stuff that did happen, um, not just with the LGB alliance, which, you know, who is like super active today, but it was true um, 60 years ago already, in the 60s. So let's, well, 50, 60 years ago, um, when black trans, black and Black trans women and, and, and trans women of color in general were um, <laughs> leading the movement, leading the revolts in the U.S. And, <laughs> and the cis gay, you know, <laughs> cis gay men um, were like, you know, let us have that now. Okay, we, we got this now. Let's th- thank you. But we got this. You know, once the hard work had been done, once the, and I'm not saying that they did not do any type of work, but um, in that specific context, it was quite um, exploitative. It was, I wanted to say parasitic, but it's not exactly that, because they also did some work, but they were, um, it was exploitative of them. If we narrow it down a bit further, then we have um, people like Blair White. I believe her name is Blair White. Blair something. Um, who is a white conservative trans woman um, <laughs> who um, is like she's windmilling. Um, <laughs> against um non-binary people and so that's her and and a a whole bunch of people who i don't know if they refer to themselves that way 
um, who are trans medicalists. So people who say, okay, you are not trans if you do not fit these specific criteria. Um, and that includes um, dysphoria, um, gender dysphoria, body dysphoria. Um, if you um, do not undergo sub some type of medical treatment for, um, you know, for HRT, hormone respla replacement theory. Uh, oh, not theory. <laughs> hormonal, hom hormonal replacement therapy. There you go. Um, and, um, and for most of them, that also includes um, surgeries or at least one type of surgery, which is bottom surgery. And what is funny is that wherever people may be placed um, on the social hierarchy and however um, they may define themselves, there is always a way for them to exclude other people like them from their fight, right? Um, let me give you an example. So I just talked about this Blair woman who um, is white, who is very binary, who um, could be cis-assumed, I, I suppose, um, who, what else? Like she fits the, um, she fits or she tries to fit the stereotypical image of woman, right, in the West. This person says, I am legitimate as a trans woman. I am a real woman because I do fit all these standards. So she excludes non-binary people. She excludes, um, I don't know if she excludes people who do not have bottom surgery. I don't know about her personally, but a lot, um, like it's not rare. There are women in that exact same situation who um, would exclude um, trans women who also are cis-assumed, who also um, fit the um, all the criteria for women, except for bottom surgery, and would say this is not a woman because she still has a penis or she doesn't have an intention of getting rid of her penis. And then you would have women, trans women who are Cis assumed fit all the binary criteria for women who do not have bottom surgery and would say, well, I am a, a real woman because I fit all these standards. My, my penis is okay because it's private. Um, but it's these ones over there who are not on hormones or who do not have breasts or insert whatever you like that they don't, you know, that they're not concerned about <laughs> because they already passed that or they've had the access um, to obtain those things. So basically, it's like, okay, wherever I am, 
is what is legitimate. All of this is very, very, very biased. Not just biased, but it's very selfish. Okay. I am legitimate because, because me, right? And others who are a little less than me on that big scale, big hierarchy, they're not legitimate. And you, we need to step on them in order to prop me up. That's, that's really the general um, idea here. And what that means is that there are people who are not truly invested in community work. They are not truly invested in advocacy for the entire community, for all trans people, all black trans people. What they want is to solidify their own privileges. What they want is affirmation that they are legitimate. It's affirmation that um, they are the good ones and everybody else can be stepped on because everybody else does not matter. Everybody else is not as important as they are and everybody else has not done the work to be deserving of being where they are. It is so sick. <laughs> so, so sick. But it's not uncommon, unfortunately. So what are the consequences of that? I've already alluded to them, um, but really what that does is that keeps marginalized people on the margins or that pushes them away. Like when they are moving towards a betterment of their situation that pushes them down, pushes them a little further, that justifies why they are marginalized. It says, okay, you black trans women who maybe do not fit the standards that um, white trans women or white cis women um, have said, um, because you do not fit them, by your very nature, by your very identity, you dis you do not deserve to um, reach liberation or well-being. Like it's not for you. So yeah, that that justifies um, the discrimination. Then in turn, right? Um, so in a world that is in a Western world whether you're in the US, you're in France, you're in like in Europe, um, we live among people who are socialized to see us as less. When we, um, when in our movements, we have people with tendencies like that, then we actually harm our own movements. We actually um, justify pain for other people, right? When we think, and I say we to be like extra generous because I don't put myself in that category, but as queer people, as trans people, as black trans people specifically, when we um, take these positions and decide that we are going to essentially crap on 
people who are just like us, except with that little difference, whatever it is, whether it's cis, you know, um, being cis assumed or their surgical status, etc., etc., right? Um, whatever it is, whatever that, that small difference is, if we use that to justify their own marginalization, then we are giving extra power to people who see us as non-legitimate in their spaces. And we can't complain if that's something we do, right? So that's why my, my advocacy for trans people includes non-binary people. And I'm going to be honest, I don't, actually, I don't exactly understand everything about um, non-binary identities. Um, it's something I'm still learning. But the fact that I personally don't understand all of it doesn't mean that I get to invalidate or push down or exclude um, non-binary identities from the fight that I am leading for myself and for everybody else. People who are engaged in this behavior are really trying to solidify their own access and their own privileges. And they are not actually part of a movement to better others, but just themselves. So I think we should leave them out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they, they are not necessary to any type of movement. Because the movement that is based, um, that is founded in selfishness, is not a movement for growth. It's a movement for destruction, right? Um, we are not interested. I am personally not interested in a movement that would leave half of its members um, outside of, um, like, leave them unable to reach any desired benefit because they do not fit um, some standards, some, you know, very arbitrary standards. I'm not interested in propping up somebody else's ego via a movement. I am not interested in consolidating a hierarchy because because what? Because I want to feel better about myself. That's not that's not necessary for me. Um, if I have to crap on someone on someone else to feel better about myself, that says a lot about who I am and how I understand myself um, to be. Right? How low I actually feel I am. So yeah, um, I want to know what you think. I want to know um, what you think about this um, transmedicalist position. I want to know um, how you feel about that because you might not be as you know harmful and um, like <laughs> like a caricature of the selfish um, quote unquote advocate. 
um, you, but you may also feel like, okay, well, I, I don't agree with the selfishness. I don't want to be selfish, but at the same time, um, you know, I do feel that trans means blah, blah, blah. Like, tell me, let me know. T tell me if you agree, if you disagree. Um, you know what? Hashtag FTN pod on Twitter, on Instagram, or message me. Whichever is um, easier and more enjoyable to you. And tag me in your answer. So I'm again at FTN pod. So use the hashtag, use the tag, um, whatever you like. I really would like to know what you think about that. So I'm going to end here and uh, and I'm going to edit this and have some type of dinner. Um, what time is it? Yeah, I'm going to have some type of dinner. I'd love to have some ramen. Anyway, um, y'all enjoy the rest of your day and uh, I'm sending you much love from over here. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you.